This podcast is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network or find us on socials. Seize Your Adventure is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. You're listening to the articles from Seize Your Adventure. My story begins in primary school in 1993. I was 10 years old when I was, had my first seizure in a music lesson playing the recorder like a flute. I think I recall learning how to play Free Blind Mice. When I was young, this recorder lesson was one of my favourite lessons at school. My sight drifted off, but I remember seeing a, the ridge shot of my teacher then it was like a frame had been cut off from the film. I was rushed to hospital and given an EEG. I don't really remember much about it because I don't know what was going on and finding it confusing and was told I had epilepsy. I had never even heard of epilepsy before. The doctor had explained it to me. He said I had a seizure and explained to me what a seizure was and confirmed it was epilepsy and sent sent me home. Next day, my friends and teacher came to me and asked what happened. I told them I was diagnosed with epilepsy. It was all a strange vibe to me at first, but I was living with it, so I got used to it after a while. My seizure was in the last year of my fine school, so my epilepsy didn't affect me badly till I I went up to secondary school. I tried to go on a couple of ski trips in 1995 and 1997, but I was declined both times because I had epilepsy, which was really heartbreaking for me. In 2013, I started travelling with my friend Terence from work. I told him I had a bit of money saved up, so he recommended I do a bit of travelling. He had been to quite a few countries himself. We went to Ibiza and Australia. This made me feel at ease. This one time where we went to Iceland and I had a tonic-clonic seizure while I was sleeping. All I remember was waking up with a massive headache. He was sleeping in the next room and he told me he heard me moaning, a little thing I do while I have my seizure. And he rushed to see what was happening. This was the first time he had seen me have a tonic-sonic seizure, but luckily it only lasted about five minutes, so he didn't need to call any emergency services, and I was able to come out of it. Then in 2015, I decided to go to America. It had been a lifetime dream. The idea of being in a Big Apple and seeing the Statue of Liberty really intrigued me. We started making plans. We talked about all the places we wanted to go to. But one day he came to me and said 
he was able to go. It was a bit of a bombshell, and I was ready to have my dream destroyed. But then my friend suggested I go by myself. I had never thought about going alone, so the idea shocked me. It took a bit of thinking. I had been to Paris and Rome by myself, but never another con- continent by myself before, so it felt like it was going to be far away. But it was my dream to go to America, so I was up for the challenge. I organised all the flights, accommodations and activities separately, and when do- doing so, I started to feel excited. The activities were mostly tours, so when it came to doing them, I had to tell the tour leader I had epilepsy and I believed I could do them taking into account my epilepsy. Looking at everything myself made me nervous and in the days leading up to my departure, I wondered, will I be able to do this? When the big day came, I was carrying my luggage and a bag of mixed emotions through the check-in and security knowing that it was just me on on this journey without my friend made me nervous but i was able to get through the standard procedures and once i was on the plane i was able to relax and fall asleep When I arrived in New York, I took a taxi to my hotel. It was the evening, so I wasn't able to see much of the city, but was feeling excited. By the time I arrived at the hotel, it was past 10 o'clock in the evening. As soon as I checked into my room, the jack lag kicked in, so I had a bit more sleep. The next morning, after breakfast, I left the hotel and looked up at the skyscrapers to see them in the daylight and maybe get a proper view of the city. (laughs) I've done it, I thought to myself, and made it to America. My lifelong dream had come true. I'd booked a tour to the Statue of Liberty for the first day because that was the first thing I wanted to see in New York. I went via the subway to the port because I heard this was the best way to get get there and got on the ferry to Liberty Island. The weather was a nice sunny cool breeze. Being on this day tour helped, helped me get over the nerves of being alone because I was around other people. As the island came closer and closer, I was finding it more and more amazing. I just couldn't believe I was seeing it for my very eyes. It was definitely bigger than I expected it to be. Then when I got there, I got off the ferry, it took my breath away. To be right in front of the Statue of Liberty was just stunning. Over the four days I was in New York, went to places like Times Square, Empire State Building and Ground Zero, where the Twin Towers used to be. I wish my friend had been with me on this journey, but was also excited doing it by myself 
as I'd never done something like this before. After New York, I went on to San Francisco to see the Alcatraz prison and the Golden Gate Bridge, another landscape I had always wanted about visiting. Las Vegas to see the Grand Canyon and then Miami to have a couple of days on the beach. It was like a little tour of America from the East Coast to the West Coast and back. Along the way, I would talk to the people in bars and restaurants to find out the culture. And one night, I went to a bar and baseball was being shown on, the, on TV. This was something I, I didn't have much knowledge about. So I asked someone in a bar how the tournament works. I also found some cities could be more upbeat than others. When I got back home to London, I found out that the friend who didn't come with me had been talking about me. He had told everyone he knew what I'd done, travelling across America with epilepsy, maybe because he was impressed. When he said, said that to me, it made me feel, feel proud of myself. I felt like I had accomplished something and felt, felt more confident in travelling. When I travel... I always have my medication in their original boxes and a pharmacy bag so the airport knows its medication. I try to take my medication at my destination time so my, my body can, can realign itself, including taking it on the plane. I let people know when I, I will be back from trips. I also usually have a travel buddy and he always checks up. I have taken my medication Hello adventurers, I am Fran Tarowskis and you are listening to Seize Your Adventure. So we just listened to Martin's story, Venturing Out Alone. And Frankie, this is uh, Martin, otherwise known as Epilepsy Traveller on Instagram. So he is someone that I think we both follow and have interacted with at various different times. What was it like reading one of his his articles, having seen him on Instagram a bit. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really cool. I didn't originally put two and two together just because that light bulb wasn't there, apparently. But it's quite nice to sort of put an Instagram handle and a story together. I really liked this. It was quite interesting for me because it kind of gave me, again, another perspective because going out alone into the world is something that I've literally never thought twice about. Seizures or not, I just have always been one of those spirits that you cannot stop. And I quite like and I recognise that for other people, epileptic or not, going out and doing something on your own, like travelling, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles, that is a big and daunting task and I quite liked that Martin admitted that that was obviously such a big thing for him and that he conquered it and he obviously really enjoyed it it taught him a lot about the world and a lot about himself and that he encourages everyone else to sort of go and do the same thing. I completely agree with that and I think that Martin you you can you can hear and see in the story that he's kind of reminding himself of what he was like before he did that trip as well. Because if you see Martin's Instagram, 
he goes all over the place. He's got so many different pictures of trips that he's done. And he does them alone and with other people, I think. He still travels with some others. And one thing I really liked in Martin's story was that friendship that he had with his colleague from work. So that was so nice to have someone that was there who he'd been on trips with and obviously was aware of his epilepsy and was helping him with that side of things if he needed any help on trips. But then that his friend was very, very encouraging of Martin and very confident in Martin to go by himself. He completely trusted him and encouraged him to do that, which I thought was really, really nice to see. Because obviously we get we get the opposite sometimes, don't we? (laughs) You always get the, are you sure you want to do this? Is that a good idea? And again, like that is the last thing you want, especially if it's a decision that you're not 100% comfortable in yourself. So again, like him having that friend to just really push him on and be like, yeah, of course you can do that. Why wouldn't you go by yourself? I think it's really cool. Yeah, I thought it was also really useful for Martin. In a couple of different places, he explained quite nicely how he did things. So he was talking Mm. about the fact that it was an organised trip. So he spoke to the, um, I was going to say trip advisors. Is that the right word? Spoke to the trip organisers. Trip I'd go with trip organisers. But trip advisor, if you want to sponsor us, then please do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That'd be great. But Imagine yeah, landmarks. Yeah. <laughs> but he did. He um speak. He his story goes into the fact that he spoke to the trip organisers and that kind of thing, and he does little checks every now and then in terms of this I was confident with, but this was brand new to me. And I really liked that that went through the story in terms of this. You can see that he's he's in his stretch zone. So he's mm-hmm. used to doing a certain amount of things, but then he's stretching how confident he is. So yeah, I really liked that. I really appreciated how he gave tips on how he manages his condition while he's traveling and on certain trips, like how he takes medication at whatever time when he has people call him. And I just thought it was a really good way of sort of normalising managing a condition while you're on the road or on a trip or something and have it be something that shouldn't ever stop you from doing what you really want to do. I can imagine like if if someone were reading it being like, oh, well, I really want to do X, Y and Z, but I... I'm epileptic or diabetic or whatever and I'm yeah so I love how he kind of shows that your daily care and taking your medication is something that you can accommodate into your daily routine um and not a reason that you shouldn't go I mean you must know this you've obviously done your Camino you've done other trips off by yourself and I don't know has it ever felt for you like it's been something that stood in your way there I'm I'm definitely better with my routine and my checks these days. I think when I went on the Camino I was a little bit more blase than I would be now. As how many years ago now? Four or five years. I've grown up since then. And certainly when I did the Camino, there were a few times where I took my medication late and that kind of stuff. Whereas now I'm much more regimented with it. I have alarms, I 
do as Martin said when you're going somewhere across time zones doing that thing where you start to move your medication backwards a little bit so that you can be taking it at a regular time once you arrive there Um, yeah I think definitely being given lots of these little tricks and lots of these things that you can go uh, stick to this routine I think could be very helpful in terms of just a peace of mind but also obviously trying to stop a seizure from ever ever breaking through essentially it's nice that we kind of have his instagram handles to be to be able to like keep up with what he's doing and see all the other trips that he goes on so you know like he obviously wrote this whenever he wrote this and then it's like oh and since then he's done this and he's done that and i don't know it's just it's nice to like have this little segment of what he was thinking and what he was feeling at that time because I don't know sometimes it it looks like people especially on social media and especially with things like this we all show off the best parts of ourselves Uh, it's natural but like it's really nice for him to be like oh yeah I was nervous and oh yeah I found this hard and this was cool and this wasn't and I don't know it's just really nice to remember that like everyone that does all this cool stuff is still a human and they still have their things that they fight with yeah and just thinking when you're saying that it's almost the exact opposite to Cameron's story last month where he went into something very confident and it didn't turn out well whereas with Martin here it's been flipped around where he wasn't confident and then it it turned out amazing for him so that's a very valid point, which I didn't think about. I only thought about it when you were speaking, so you obviously said something to <laughs> bring that to mind. <laughs> but, um, yeah, beautiful. So, as we said, Martin is on Instagram, so go and check him out, Epilepsy Traveller, and that's the UK Traveller with two L's, and you'll be able to see some of the things that he has been up to. And Martin does a really good job of general epilepsy awareness as well, so if you want anything there frankie's looking so confused the americans spell traveler differently americans spell traveler with one l i never knew that (laughs) okay i'm on board now traveler with two l's is the english way and that is how martin spells it because he's british yeah on board cool so go ahead and follow martin on instagram for some more amazing travels with epilepsy if you want to hear a bit more from martin we do have a q a with him again this month the q a with our article writers every single month thank you very much for listening today and until next time safe adventures from me and me yeah this podcast is part of the tremula network adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network.